0: yo Oh my God! Is this really happening? Is this guy decided to do a Shea show? Chickity chick chick! Oh my God! He's on the laser! He's live on the air! Hold on a second, Anthony. I don't remember the last time I did a show. I think it was, uh, I think it was like a couple days after the election. Man, it feels good. It feels good to hear my own voice in these motherfuckers. Hey, yay, yay, yay. Chickity, chick, 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 chick. It's December 18th, I believe. We are seven days away from the holiday. And man, there's a lot gone on in the last month. But more than that, it's... Well, what a year. Now, I got some good news and some bad news. For all the young players out there, there will never be another year like this in the history of your life. That's a fact. The exciting thing is that you were able to live through one of the great years in American history. When it's all said and done, when everything's over, when you really look back at 2020, it is gonna be a year that we all unpack for many years to come. There's a lot of years that fly by. And you're like, "That oh, was an alright year, this was a like thing, or not that much happened, or this, side or the other. But man, did we all, on some level, Have something going on in our lives based on events, based on politics, based on world pandemics where we are never going to forget 2020 as long as we live. And we all got to have that year together, which I guess is what it always comes down to, right? It always comes back to together. Together with your family, together with your friends, together with watching the show, together with... We're always going to remember the moments and not the events. The events cause the moments. But holy shit, what a year we've lived through. It's so interesting. I thought what we would do today is we would go over a year in review just to kind of take a look at the events that shaped who we are. I mean, it's just incredible. 1968 is a year that you can sort of imagine as one of those crazy, unbelievable years just for the sake of everything that went down. 1945, we got into a war, World War. Uh, I would imagine in 1929 there was the depression and the stock market exploded. There are certain years that stick out as as monumental. And we've all lived through a monumental year. I guarantee you and promise you that when you're my age or when you're 70 and you're reading in the books and you got your tots and your toddlers on your laps, they're going to look up at you and go, what was 2020 like? And hopefully... Hopefully, you and I and everyone else will be able to do our best to articulate history because, well, because it's important. I don't think that I can impress upon everybody enough how just excited I was that we won this election and how important it was that we did. I took some time off because I was just processing everything and I'm also in my own, 2020 was a wild year for The Shane Show. 2020 was the year that Vanger and I broke up. 2020 is the year that I really can't decide whether I want to do this regularly anymore. Still five months later without him. I do know that I love to articulate a point. I love to make sense among the senseless. I love to be... I love to make people angry. I love to make people sad. I love to make people think. I love doing this, or when I get doing this, I really enjoy it. I also know that I don't need to hear my fucking opinion about anything ever again. So I still lie in that weed of... Of indecision about what I want to do, the thing. Danny was like, "Yo, do a show, old man!" And I and I I was like, "Holy shit, this guy's asking me to do a show. I guess we should." So I, I here we are, and I wanted to break down the the year, and you know, I we're looking currently at just right now today, where we are right now this second. One guy won an election. The guy that's in power didn't win the election freely and fairly. And over the course of the last 30 days, and I don't, I don't, I'm I'm not speaking in hyperbole. I'm not being dramatic for the sake of being dramatic. What has watched, what we have watched unfold over the last 35 days is a guy who is dangerously unfit, Uh, Incompetent Mentally ill Who doesn't want to leave To the point where he has employed the Republican Party To to go and do his will by filing lawsuits And states of AG's And and I just want to break this down pretty succinctly And then we're going to move on to other fun stuff But this is what's happened Donald Trump has such a weird charismatic control over a certain base of the Republican Party. The Republican Party made a deal with the devil four years ago and invited Donald Trump into that party. And now they're having trouble unweaving themselves from the cancer because the cancer of Trump's base, the republic normal Republicans need in order to get reelected. So they've made a deal with the devil four years ago, and what's happening is they're now coming to terms with that. And so when you have a psycho who will not admit that he lost and is creating his own reality, his own narrative, which he learned to do from The Apprentice, right? You're shooting The Apprentice, you're an egomaniac, you don't like how that scene was cut, you're the boss, you're like, nope, let's do it again, and you make a different scene, or you cut it a different way, or he has coming. he's coming from that place. So an egomaniac who can create his own reality, steps into the presidency, and now we are in the middle of the last month of watching him try to apprentice a national election. And I'm not being dramatic when I say that. I'm not being hyperbolic when I say that. And what happens is is if a one dude is alone doing that, you look at him and you go, that's crazy. The old man's nuts. He'll be gone on the January 20th and it'll be fine and we'll be rid of this scourge. But when you get other people, other normal quote-unquote Republicans who start to fuel that fire and sign on for the lawsuits and come out and say, I don't know who's won the election, and you get these supplicants that suck up to Trump because they need his base in order to get reelected, well, then you give a crazy man with crazy ideas some credence and then there is a certain populace of the United States of America for whatever reasons believe everything that they see on television, or believe everything that they read in a tweet from the guy that they follow. And when they're like, "Oh, he might be crazy," but wait a minute, Mitch McConnell hasn't done, or Rob Johnson, or or Lindsey Graham, or Ted Cruz, or the AG of Texas. Like maybe, yeah, maybe there is, fr- and that's where we're at currently and the republican party needs to unweave itself and and to say listen let's take beatings for the next 6 to 8 years while we stamp down this trump thing and 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 deny the madness in order to save their party but they won't because we're now in a day and age where we want everything today 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 tomorrow instant gratification, instant likes, instant this. Where's my money now? I don't need to think about yesterday or, or tomorrow or when to, no 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 now. I don't even need to be I don't even need to be talented at something. Just if I present it right, I market it right, I advertise it right, then go, "Okay, here I am, and where's my money?" This episode of the Shane show is sponsored by hellofresh.com. Delicious. That's what I'm saying. Break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 22 seasonal chef curated recipes each week. There's something for everyone, including low-calorie vegetarian and family-friendly recipes every week. HelloFresh has more five-star recipes than any other meal kit, so you'll know you get something delicious. Second of all, you're going to save time. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and prepping so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or even 20 minutes with their quick recipe options. The average trip to the grocery store And in uh, the current times, that's not really helpful. Takes about 41 minutes. That's over 35 hours a year of your life of you going to the grocery store. Save time with HelloFresh.com. And flexibility? Well, we got that in spades. Add extra meals or lunches to your weekly order or throw in yummy sides and desserts like garlic bread and cookie dough. This is easily going to change your delivery days or food preferences, and you can squ- skip a week whenever you like. I got news for you. This is America's number one meal kit. I sat down and had the hoisan uh, shrimp. I've had the rockfish. This uh, This stuff is good treats. It's good eating. It's quick. It's easy. I'm even bonding with my girl making this stuff. You must go to HelloFresh.com backslash, use the code ShaneShow10, HelloFresh.com backslash ShaneShow10, and use code ShaneShow10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. HelloFresh.com backslash ShaneShow10, and that's what you're going to get. You're going to get deliciousness. You're going to get saving time. And you're going to get sustainability. Get there now. HelloFresh.com backslash Shane Show 10. This is the good news. The good news is that those goofballs that were wearing the wigs 240 years ago created a document with branches of government that checked and balanced the other And all of these lawsuits that went through the courts, the judges, even the judges that were appointed by Trump, even the Supreme Court, the judicial branch of government in our republic, held the line and stamped it down. I don't know what would have happened had the executive branch and the the legislative branch because they've been done a full frontal assault on the free and fair elections if the judicial would have folded we would be in chaos there's no doubt but the judicial has held we are going to be okay and now we just get to watch this guy act crazy and see doubt amongst a very large group of people and we are going to survive and we are going to we're going to be okay it's a wild time in politics it's never been wilder than in 2020. I've watched a lot of different. Po- I've watched a lot of different elections. I've watched politics since I was 17 years old. Get into it. Read. Uh, soak yourself in knowledge. N- nurture your curiosities because it's never going to get any crazier or more interesting. Or the threat to democracy will never be more prescient than it is right now. And if you're sitting around in your lives and you're like, yeah, whatever, and you blow it off, you're like, I don't want to be tapped in, then you're going to be missing out on the juice. And the juice... Well, the juice creates opportunity in our own minds, and when we think to ourselves, that's not okay, I'm reading this and I don't like this, or I'm reading this, or that puts a pit in my stomach, or I'm looking at that and I'm like, this isn't okay. Well, then that breeds the idea of like, I'm going to do something about this. And that breeds leadership. There are leaders... All over, among us, we have yet to see, we have yet to find, that have been fueled by everything that has happened in 2020. There are a lot of ways to look at 2020 as a bad thing. I currently, right now, because of my state of mind, don't. It's like everything else we've ever talked about on the show, right? There is beauty in the mess. This has been a messy year. (laughs) But there is so much beauty coming from this year, it's impossible to quantify. I think everybody looks at each other in 2020 and they're like, fuck, man, we made it. We survived this shit. It's like we all went to war with each other. And we're going to come out through the other side, and we're going to share all these crazy war stories about living through a world pandemic and getting each other through. I mean, it's just, it'll be a year unlike anything else. Natty pulled up the Google Trends for 2020. I thought it was pretty interesting the 10 things in different sections of the world where everybody Googled, right? So, and I'll do a show next week and I'll, uh, I'll do what I do every year. I'll do my top 10 moments of the year. But I think that, I think that with the combination of the election and a crazy person in office and a world pandemic hitting those two things together, sort of created the base from which we lived in in 2020. And then you have some pretty monumental events that went down to sort of color and shade in that year and I would have to argue that the the, the you know the and this is not on the Google searches and I don't understand why But you've got a president who's incapable of dealing with a, corona, a world pandemic properly. So the world pandemic says, great, we got it from here. And 300,000 people are dead when probably only 120,000 needed to die. Had we had good leadership, we got all of that. Uh, but I would argue that one of the seminal events that went down this year was the killing of George Floyd. you take a look at the killing of george floyd and you recognize the explosion of outrage and the marching and people and americans coming together to exercise their uh, their individual you know their their individual freedoms and rights passing coronavirus and killing people sure but by doing that By watching the searage this the searing image of George Floyd, I believe that it has pushed the conversation forward to a point where we are going to start to see effective social change in the near future as it pertains to black and brown kids and policing in America. Again, all bets are off because of the guy currently in office. But when that changes on the 21st of January, 2021, I believe that we are going to start to see some real movement. And by the way, we already, it's part of our daily conversations, our weekly conversations. It also got a fuckload of people to vote. And had the death of George Floyd not occurred... If you look at it and you look at how close it was in some of these states, you could argue that without George Floyd's death, this maniac might have got reelected. The importance of putting together all of the different pieces of our year. So that they can sort of make some kind of sense. Well, it's important for me to do in my own personal life. I think about the coronavirus. And I think about what it's done to our society. And there is so much good that has happened as a result of the coronavirus. I don't think I think that people have connected with the things that matter and the people that they care about the most in a way that they wouldn't have had this virus not happened. When you're faced with something as enormous as a world pandemic and your daily behaviors are dramatically shifted to the point where it's hurting you deeply economically I think all of those factors tend to make the things in your life that are important, really important. Well, it tends to put a light on that stuff. I've never been more in love with Boston Powers. I have never been prouder of Courtney than I am today. I've never checked in with my mom and my aunt more than I have this year, and my stepmom or my sister, and I've never been more awake and aware and open to empathy. Yo, turkey, love you. What has happened as a result of the pandemic and the things that we have achieved within our own selves as human beings and the way that we have reacted in order to get through this, that is not quantifiable. That energy, when this is over and everybody's vaccined enough and we've got an open thing, we are going to understand well, just how precious our opportunities are. We got a massive fucking world check this year. People that have just been streaming along in their lives or letting a thing or bumping in the road or this. We have now, or I now, have a different idea about how to live my life. Now, this is not something that I really have a huge issue with. I live my life to the fullest, but this is added bonus treats where you take a look at the things that are going on and, you know, I just had a 50th birthday. By the way, I look great for 50. I look sexy as fuck. The voice is gravelly. Trim down some of the weight. I'm looking fucking good. I'm definitely the dilfiest motherfucker on earth. However, I turned 50. Let's do the math. I think the national death thing is 75 or 77, correct? So, let's say I live to be the national average, which is 77. That means I only have 27 years left to go. That means 66% of my life is over. I only have 33% of my life left. Now, I haven't taken the best care of myself. I smoke a lot. I drink a lot of vodka and a lot of booze. So let's shave 7 to 10 years off the 77 average, right? So now we're looking at like late 60s which means I've got 18 years left on the planet. Approximately. That's not a long time. 70 to 73% of my life is in the rear view. And the thing that's amazing about that Is that when you're old enough to recognize that and have the self awareness to sort of put that math together? It means that I now have zero excuse to not live my life the way that I have preached it for decades, which is to live. If I'm afraid of something, do it immediately. What is the worst that could happen? I could fail? I guess you could call it failing, but it's not failing because by failing, I'm living. So, so there is no fail. And I'm also able to articulate correctly, I believe, the point to you. Which is, we're all going to be 50, and we're all going to think to ourselves, 70% of my life is a wrap. Holy shit. What did I do? Why have I wasted all this time worrying about what people were going to think, and so I didn't do that idea or thinking that are that? No. We all need to be living like we're 50 right now. We all need to be living right now, especially after this year. There's no time to lollygag. There are so many things out there. There are thousands. We have millions of listens. It's insane to me. Millions of listeners have understood I'm not talking about today's show. I'm talking about in the whole... But still, millions of people have listened to this show, and they... They are going to do some of the most incredible shit ever. I am so in love with my life. I am so grateful... For all of the things that come in, it's so fun when it's going your way. It is. It's great when the money's good and the thing, and you're great. And it's fun when you got to grow, and it's growing and the thing, and everything you do seems to sound amazing. And every time you look in the mirror, you look like a fucking beast. And I mean, it's just there are moments when it's like that, and it's grooving, and it's great, and the thing, and it can do no wrong. And I... And take down the fucking uh, Variks and the fucking rain. I mean, it's all, when it's all good, it's good. The key for all of us to remember is that when it's bad, it's also good. It's just a different kind of good. Every fucking day we're all breathing is great. When you're depressed and the thing and the shitty and the job and I can't and won't and they want the fire and the lockdown and money and we're broke and the bank and we don't and the thing and the g All right. Wow, I'm living through this, and it's not gonna be like this forever. I'm fucking tripping. I am anxiety ridden. I am freaked out. I am panicked. And guess what? You're living your life. And nothing stays the same. Nothing. Let's get into something real way more important than any of that shit. Sorry about the whole soy ranty, ranty, whatever. <laughs> We're gonna do a bunch of shows next week. I always do this. I do, I do a show, I get all excited and fun and dang, and I want to do a show every day, all day for the rest of my life, and then I'm and then I get away from a show, and I'm like, yeah, no one no one gives a fuck what I think. This episode of The Shane Show is sponsored by MacWeldon.com. Listen, our mission is simple. To make sure that all your basics and beyond are smartly designed and shopping for them is easy and convenient. And that's why Mack Weldon was founded, because they wanted more out of their basics and always questioned how something so essential could be such a pain in the ass to buy. Mack Weldon right now is better than what you're wearing. It's a premium men's essential brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. Right now, Mack Weldon really does value its loyal customers. That's why they've created the Weldon Blue Loyalty Program, and I'm going to tell you right now how it works. First of all, you got to go create an account, macweldon.com. It's totally free. Level one, you place an order for any amount and never pay for shipping again. Level two is once you purchase $200 worth of products from Mac Weldon, not only will you continue to receive free shipping, but you will also start saving 20% on every order you make for the next year. Also grants you access to new products before they are released to anyone else, as well as the free gifts added to future orders. I'd go with a level two personally. I've been wearing these things again. I'm a convert. I didn't wear underwear until Mac Weldon showed up in my life. And I got news for you. Snug as a bug in a rug. Ask Vanger. Vanger's got some of that stuff cracking too. I think he's even gone outerwear on us. Uh, sweatpants Uh, anyway uh, enough for me let's get into the Weldon Blue loyalty program go to MackWeldon.com put in the code Shane and let's get you started with that loyalty program because clearly the benefits are huge also MackWeldon.com you use the code Shane you're going to get 20% off that order I'm telling you they're giving this stuff away but there's so much stuff to talk about. We got the Epstein and the Gillisane and the meeting Kim on the deal and you got fucking Harry and, and his broad moving to Malibu and just, I mean, there was, uh, I mean, the only thing that was really garbage was music. God damn, Martin, music was too fucking terrible. Music's dead. There's only one good thing going on in music right now and it's Radke. I mean, Kobe Bryant's death fucking president getting impeached. I mean, you can't fit it all into one year the way that we have fitted in. Think about what we have lived through, man. Parasite. Harvey Weinstein. Fucking crazy. Let's get to the real matter. Let's get to the real things that matter. I was at the grocery store last night. Now I'm going to get off here on a little bit of a tangent. And this is something that everybody needs to do for the for the person to day love. Well, first of all, let's get into this rookie card I pulled. We'll show this shit on the Twitch feed one more time. This is one of the great Stories ever. I I am fifty years old and I can't figure out how to f- put something in a in a in a thing. What is wrong with me? Look at this. Look, at, I'm still doing it wrong. Okay. Anyway. In the late 90s, I was in this uh, club business was good and I had money coming out of my ears and me and my partner would go to the card store every week and we'd buy, we'd we'd start opening cards in the store. And then it's uh, the, 4,000 later, right? We're just pulling, because bo- these boxes, it gets crazy, right? It ain't the football cards with the gum in the back. It would be like $700 for a pack and the pack had one card in it. So I was pulling all these cards and we were having fun. And by the way, most, all those cards are gone. They're uh, gone in a alcoholic fury. I mean, there's lots of cards that were gone. Storage shit getting sold or whatever. They're just gone, right? Gone. But 18 years ago, I'm at the store. I'm opening them up, and bang, I fucking get a LeBron James rookie card, autograph, right? And the guy at the store is like, Jesus Christ, that's unbelievable. This is fucking nuts. Oh, my God. And so so he gave me a brick of plastic to put this card in. I literally opened it and put it into the plastic. It's never been touched by anybody but me. I took it home and I put it on Boston's mantle. I said, son, this is for you. Someday this shit's going to be worth something. Now, clearly, LeBron James is going to be one of the three greatest basketball players of all time. My prophecy rang true. Well, over the course of a couple of moves and over the course of the last 10 to 15 years, every once in a while, I'd ask Boston, where the fuck is that card? That card could be worth something. Like, what the fuck? I don't know, and the thing, and maybe we lost it in the deal. And then I was like, and so I just was like, well, we found the fucking thing yesterday. It was amazing, and it made me happy because I got, like, 14 stories about that in my childhood. I had a pair of Jordan 1s that my mother sold in a garage sale for 2 bucks. I had, like, 40 Joe Montana rookies. Like, you always have that, like, where was that I thought I had? Well, we have it, and it's fucking great. And we're getting into this breaking thing that we'll uh, we'll talk about later in the show because I am want to find something for Mers and I to do where we could potentially make money and make fun of each other. And I think this card idea is great. And if you want to see the first eight minutes of the show, the Twitch feed, you'll be able to see it. It'll get better. We're going to produce it right, but I'm just coming up with it. It's going to be fun. But that's not the great thing that happened to me. Last night, I'm in the gas station, getting a pack of Siggies, figured I'd get myself a nice little Coca-Cola. Everybody's masked. Everyone's great. People coming in and out of the store. They're waiting their turn, because we all care about each other, ultimately. That's the other thing. But out of the corner of my eye, down in the fucking bottom left over, like where the shit, you don't see nothing ever. I mean, I... The, I mean, it's just there. There was dust on them. I see the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life, a cinnamon toast crunch bar. (laughs) Now, Now, I don't, this thing, I saw this thing, my eyes lit up. My tummy lit up. I was like, this could be potentially one of the biggest things that's happened to me in 2020. I grabbed three because I don't know anything about moderation. I ate one of these things. I'm not shitting you. It might be the greatest thing I've ever put into my mouth. It's like a Rice Krispie tweet. (laughs) Tweet, treat. But it's got this, like, maple thing going on with the Cinnamon Toast Crunchies. I have not stopped thinking about this thing. I'm headed back down to the shitty gas station to pick up the rest of these dusty things. But everybody, this is what you, if you really, really love someone, and I mean love them, love them, all you need to take a swing at making these things for your loved one. I'm going to try and make one in the thing. For just, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Maybe it's marshmallow paste and cinnamon toast crunches, and but it was the single greatest thing that's ever happened. I've, uh, I don't know why this idea hasn't blown up. I'm gonna do everything I can, but everybody needs to try one. I know, Muga. They just didn't hit, but that's best, for, better for me. Also, <laughs> nicotine poisoning is a thing. Anyway, I'm rambling. We're gonna do uh, shows next week to uh, break down sports, music, politics, the world. We'll do uh four three or four days next week and we'll have fun doing it Can you see By the What a year it's been really and truly. I uh I tend to think about things in a way that is Well, anyway, we'll save all that shit I'm trying at 50 years old, I'm trying to find my place creatively still. Which is interesting. It's a weird thing to get on the air and to not to just still a little be a little bit funked out about it. I'm so excited that Nat, look at that thing, the cinnamon trove. Natty's here working the show. I'm very very excited for him. And Danny's uh, great. I hope Vanger's doing well. <laughs> Fucking Vanger. I got a story about him, too. This fucking kid. We're almost through this. It's going to be fun, man. The other side, we are going to celebrate like no other. 2021 is going to be the celebration of the world coming together. TD. The best is yet to come. That's a fact. And this year in its own right has been super interesting and fun. And we took care of each other. And yes, we've had loss. And yes, people have died. And yes, we could have done better. And yes, people unnecessarily were killed because other people were selfish. But in the same breath, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people's lives were saved this year Because people wore a mask, they listened to math, they listened to the data, they listened to the science, and they took the necessary steps and measures to protect themselves, but more importantly, to protect the person living next door. We could have lost 2 million people, and we didn't because there is something good and sound and beautiful in who we are as a collective. And you will never, ever, ever get me to stop believing in that. We'll see you next week. Danny, thank you. Natty, thank you. Boston, I am so lucky to be your dad.